This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s. Red Division, Central Catholic, The Vilbus, Macumber, Scott, Stark, Woodward, Blue Division, Bowser, Libby, Rogers, St. Francis, St. John's, Wake, Cardinal Stritch, Toledo City League. This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Lock With Love by Nikita, located at 3413 Monroe Street, Suite A, Toledo, Ohio. She can be reached at 419-901-6270. You can find her on Instagram, LWL underscore by Nikita. Be patient, be loyal, be locked with love. known glass history facts. Cardinal Stritch joins the City League for the 1971-1972 school year, Blue Division, making them the first non-Toledo school to become a member. Plans were considered by the League Commissioner Hilton Murphy to expand the league with an even number of members and the names of Whitmer and Bedford, Michigan were brought up at the time. Later in the decade, Whitney, 1973, Macaulay, 1976, Notre Dame, 1977, St. Ursula, 1977, are all granted league membership as the first all-girls schools in the city league. Your little-known glass history facts. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show. Administrator Toledo DeVilbis High School football star Charles Hillary. How are you, sir? I'm good. How about yourself, sir? Doing great tonight. Doing great tonight. We are thankful, grateful, and honored to have you on the show for you to take time to stop by. I know you way out west, out in Colorado. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you coming by the show. I thank you for, for offering me to come by the show. Yes, indeed. We want the family to know that Toledo DeVilbis is in the house. And some folks don't know, uh, some of us Toledo folks, some of us okay. guys who played in the 80s, uh, we sometimes okay. did not get the history and most of, mostly not got the history of those DeVilbis Tigers, those back-to-back -back city champions. Um, yes, I actually saw a picture of you laying one of my Mac men out. And I was like, oh, those, them castles, they were some beasts back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I didn't I didn't get to play on the back-to-back -back chance. Okay. I played after that. I, I, uh, I started varsity three straight years. Yes, know, indeed. Uh, so I didn't get to play on the back-to-back -back team. That would have been a lot of fun, but I got, a, I got an opportunity to lay the wood a few times. Yes, indeed. Yes, okay. indeed. So tell the family, um, where, where in the city are you from? 
where did you play your 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 beginnings? Your where did your football career start? Well, I started off. I went to Fulton, you know, and uh, first I went to Washington Elementary. I always got to shout them out. <laughs> you know, lots of lots of those guys ended up playing football, going to Scott, going to uh, Matt Cumber. You know, lots of good buddies that I went to school with at Washington. But I started my um, my actual football career in um, at Fulton. Okay. Uh, I played football for the Fulton Tigers, and we lost every game, man, my eighth grade year. <laughs> <laughs> for real talk, every game. You know? So there was always a doubt. You know, I, I knew I had talent, but it was always a doubt whether, you know, was I going to go to the next level in high school and play you know, because I played basketball also, and we had a great basketball team. I played with Steve Greer, these guys, you know, that uh, made all city for Scott. You know, I just didn't want to go to Scott. They would, they didn't want, they didn't want to let me play both sports. They didn't want to let me try out for both sports. They wanted me to just play one sport. Got it. I decided at that point in time, my cousin, actually Tony McGee, he actually played for the back-to-back champs. You know, and my okay. mother and father ran a group home, so I was able to get an out-of-district permit. So I went to DeVilvis. They gave me the opportunity. They said, if you can play both sports, come on down here. Let's see. <laughs> you know, and that's what I did. I went down and, um, you know, a little different when you come from the inner city. Yes. You're going outside to play. People have to know what you can do. They, they don't know you. So I was able to get aboard and, and do my thing. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, what year were you at DeVilvis? What were your years? Well, I, I got to DeVilvis in 1974. Through 1978, I started varsity from 1975 to 1978. And I also played basketball. I came off the wood to play defense. You know, I, uh, to, uh, we won the city championship my JV year in basketball. I started then, and um, that, that's that's about my history. You know, I I hold the record at the D for for the most touchdowns for a tight end. You know, since 1931. To 1991 is the history of our school. Indeed, and I caught 10, 10 touchdowns, you know, from my tight end position. So pretty proud of that. And five varsity letters. Those five varsity great. letters. Uh, yes, sir. One, one of the things I, I, I've talked to some of the guests that come on the show uh, previously was how we were multi-sport athletes, and also we were athletes that went both ways. And that's how we were gauged if you were athletic or not. Can you play more than one sport and can you play multiple positions? And you definitely came from that era and you definitely succeeded in that era as well. Can you give us just a taste of the climate of the city in the time that you played in the seventies? Oh, it was, you know, coming off of our school, winning back to back championships, the, the city was a party. You know, everybody cared about each other. You know, it was a real tight-knit group. And if you if you look back at the 70s, you know, right in the, the mid to late 70s, a lot of the big colleges started coming to this city recruiting at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And the 60s had a bit, but the 70s, you had Terry Crosby, you had all of these guys, Truman mm -hmm. Clater, you know, Kelvin Ramsey. We started collecting more and more of the uh, D1 schools and, you know, right there in the city of Toledo. So that was a – Toledo was a, a united place to be. Exactly, exactly. That's one of the things that I've um, – being home recently, 
and and uh just looking at how the city is now checking on the, how the athletics happen around the city it's a, it's a lot different cuz of course the Vilbus is gone, Macumber is gone, you know, Libby is gone. So it, it kind of changed the demographics, the dynamics, I should say, of, of City League play. I often wondered that if we had a school system like, say, Cincinnati, say, uh, some of the, the other Southern Ohio schools, how they pushed all the players to go to one high school, we probably would have dominated the state from the seventies on through up until now that, that that's just my opinion. Of course I'm biased. I played in city league, but let's talk about the DeVilbus Tigers. You okay. play defensive back and tight end. No, I played, I played outside linebacker. You played called, outside. It was, back in the day. It was monster. That's right. You played the monster position, but I, I played outside linebacker. I never left the field and I played uh, kickoff, punt return, PAT, I never got to lead a field my junior and senior year. My sophomore year, I started just on offense. And 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 the talent in the city at the time was pretty loaded as well. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So how did you find yourself um, success in that era and being one of those talented players? How did, how did you prepare for the game? Uh, was it, was it, was it a different, kind of feel when you went out to the Vilbas? How, how did you manage that? Well, it was a little different. Again, just being accepted. Mm-hmm. Once you can get accepted, your talent will speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, once you get to, because you want to be accepted. If you're going to be a team player, you want to be accepted by your teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never have been a, a big individual guy. You know, uh, it's all about the team for me. And, you know, as the team goes, so does your success. Somebody had to to move those tackles out of the way for me to be able to lay licks on those running backs. Exactly. And, you know, and without them being there, it probably was no me. And, you know, the, the funny thing about it is I started three years at the tight end position, and, and I made all city on defense. And, and the monster back would kind of be considered – uh, more of a defensive back now versus or an outside linebacker kind of um, one of the positions I wanted to play, but they put mm-hmm. me uh, at inside linebacker and then I played on offense as well. But in the seventies, the size of the players, were they as big as they are now? Or were you guys pretty much some of the smaller type uh, uh, football players? Oh no, it was some pretty big boys back in my day, man. If you if you looked at the post, you see Nelson Bolden. Okay, yes. Nelson played in my time. You know, um, uh, Alan Lyons from your school, Matt yes. Humber, He played in that time. These are pretty big fellas. Chris, Chris Alley Rogers. You know, Chris Foster. These are pretty big guys, man. And uh, Dean Mastek, Central, huge people, man. Exactly. <laughs> so these are pretty big fellas out. <laughs> I never was that big, but these guys were pretty big at my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 With, with, with the climate of the city in the seventies, uh, some of my research shows that, uh, they took away, if I'm correct, they, they took away night football and the games being played at night. Is, was that in your time frame as well? I, I got to play. I think we went to Cincinnati Molar. I think we played at night 
I got to play one night game, but that was about it. We didn't have any lights at the Vilvas, mm-hmm. so we, we played in the daytime, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, playing teams outside of the city. Was was that yeah. was there a difference in, in, in those teams versus the Toledo talent? I think the city of Toledo has always had the best talent. You know, just real talk from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, today. You know, for the for the per capita of Toledo, Ohio, is probably one of the best sports towns in the world. Exactly. You know, in reality, you know, there are a lot bigger cities, sure, with a lot bigger capita. But if you go per capita, Toledo, we can stack up against anybody any day of the week. Indeed. I, I certainly agree with that. Um, things outside of sports in the city okay. at, at that time frame. You know, the, the city – the city was really, really cool. We, you know, when we when we played ball, we could go in the summertime. I could go out to Rogers and play. I could go anywhere I wanted to to play. You know, under the bridge, to the field, mm-hmm. anywhere. And you were treated even at the other, even though you didn't go to that school, you were treated great by the players. If you played ball against them, we had a great time all summer long until it came time to play our game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the camaraderie of the city was just unreal. And what was your preparation like uh, getting prepared for the football season? What's some of the things that you guys did to prepare to play the game? Well, a lot of, uh, you know, my head coach, was, he played for TU. You mm-hmm. know, he, he was an offensive lineman. His name was Jim Rance. Okay, he's a member of the page also. Coach Rance blocked for Chuck Ely. So, we had two-a-days. We had summer workouts. We were always working out. You know, I had a buddy named Pinky Gaston and, a, and another player I played with named Leslie Murphy, who was our most valuable player, played running back, all-city, beast. I would go to their house, lift weights, work out, and it was an all – it was all around me. All around we did that. Every day it was just something to do. I lived on Winthrop. I lived right behind oh, Scott High School. Yeah. I'd ride my bike, you know, and we'd go work out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if I wasn't there, I'd go on Scott's field and play and have some fun with my neighbors and friends. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting story about uh, Toledo, Scott. And I know some of us who lived in the neighborhood, we ended up going to different high schools. But I found yeah. an interesting fact about Scott when they were got their stadium rebuilt in the 70s. and how the 1971. St- 1971. And how the students of Scott yeah. High School went out and watered the field to make sure that their grass grew and they, and they had a, a playing surface worthy of a football field. I thought that was very interesting. So, and I'm sure you got a chance to witness that living right over there in the neighborhood. Seeing, yeah, seeing we, that we, uh, yeah, we used to watch the Scott Scott's games on my garage. <laughs> oh, okay. so we, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was some beasts back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> The back-to-back city champs, Scott Bulldogs. Yes, no indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Was there ever a chance of you going to Scott? I know you said uh, they didn't want to let you play two sports, but did you have a a wanting to go to Scott? Or oh yeah, all my buddies. Uh, you know, we we all played Miss City ball. Yes. You know, and that was the thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but for me, like I said, it was really important that I got the opportunity to at least try out. For both sports. There were sports that I loved, and that's what I wanted to do. I had Ben Williams come to my home. I had uh, Mr. Hutton come to my home because, like I said, my parents 
ran a group home. So, you know, they came and talked to me. And, you know, we hadn't won any games in football my eighth grade year, man. You know, kind of rough on Coach Hutton. He's like, check, hey, man. You <laughs> <laughs> know, Ben loved me because I could play basketball pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but the difference was I really wanted to at least attempt to see what I could do in both sports. Mm-hmm. You know, football had always been my love. You know, I played – when we was at Washington, we had this thing called flag football. We played by the pole. You know, mm-hmm. there's a pole out there in front of the place. And I have been playing since then. So, you know, I really wanted to uh, attempt to do what I do. Mm-hmm. That's it. Give us an give us an idea of what was one of your toughest games that you played in the Toledo City League. I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, when you start that many games, you, all of them are tough. <laughs> now, I, I don't. I don't have an individual game that that superseded anything else. You know, I I, I caught touchdowns. You know, I mm-hmm. caught first downs. Mm-hmm. I, I hit running backs. It, it didn't make no difference who you was. You know, so I don't. You know, I, I don't know about the individual things. You know, I I, I scored a touchdown against weight my senior year. An interception, had a sack, did it all. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you know, it was all the same to me. The competition was tough every every game. Nobody stood every out uh, as tougher than the other school, or were they all pretty tough? They were all pretty tough. You know, when you do three years, you get to see different people. So, yes. You know, you got one group comes in, and there's another group that comes in. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I would say that they all were tough. The, the, worst, the worst butt whooping I took was by Central. So, mm. you know, I – Glenn Perriman, our founder, and the and the Central Irish. So, you know, but that was that was about it for me. <laughs> Tell us about the Toledo athletes of the seventies and eighties page, and how you got involved with that. Okay, well, about we've been in existence for about ten years, going on eleven now. First, first off, I want to thank some of the you know I'm a Hall of Fame administrator. Okay. Indeed. I've been doing what I've been a member of the page for going on nine years now. The page has been around for 10 years. Founders, Glenn Perriman, you know, and, uh, the camaraderie that we were, that we, that we got together, you know, uh, with Rob Johnson, who is also, that's a mag man. Yes, sir. And Rob Johnson, who is also a member of our administrative hall of famer and, uh, guys like Earl Hopings, our giving back program. Those are things that I'm most proud of. Very happy that now we've moved on. We've got a new CEO, which which is Tanell Overton. Great guy. Great guy. Good brother. Yeah, man. And But we do a lot of things in the community that people are just unaware of, you know. And um, the whole staff is great. I, I'm that kind of guy, man. Without them, like I said, it was my team that helped me do the things I did in football. My team on athletes of the 70s and 80s, I, I put up with anybody. Period. Indeed. Indeed. And I might be missing some of their names, but like I said, every administrator on our page does a job because they're volunteers and they do the job that's necessary to keep our page flowing. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot to me. Indeed. Indeed. Can you can you tell us a little bit about some of the community activities that the Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s um, organization does? Yes, we just sponsored. A camp for girls, you know, basketball. We just sponsored that. We we give back to the homeless. Okay, we do we do a lot of charities for children for Christmas, Thanksgiving. We also have an athlete to the seventies and eighties annual picnic. 
we we created all of this, you know, and that the creation of the picnic was one thing that that's an historical event that that has never been done where you have all of the athletes be able to come together and have a great time in Toledo, Ohio at Ottawa Park. But we we continue to give back to our community, which is really important because that's what happened when we were kids. That's when right. We were kids. We had the Douglas Center. We had all of these places and all of these older people that we looked up to and they looked out for us. If you went outside past nighttime when the lights came on and you was over your friend's house, his mother might give you a whoop until you got home. <laughs> you know, the camaraderie was just unbelievable. Indeed. And so we try to focus our energy to give back to those things, the things that people gave to us. And absolutely. If I answered that question. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, you had the Zaya Cook basketball camp. And yeah. is there anything else that's coming in the future uh, that we should be looking out for? We've got this podcast. <laughs> We've got this podcast we just put on. We, we're doing it, you know? <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that our new CEO, Tanel Overton, will be coming up with some new ideas. We try to let each of our CEOs create their own way, yes. you know, so our page can t- continue to grow and move into the future. Absolutely. So, yeah, we've got we've got lots of programs coming up. We've got the uh, Thanksgiving coming up, you know, and that's a big time for folks that don't have, man. So we're pushing that hard. Yeah, yep. that's amazing. And, and I think that, that it's great that you um, gave us that information about the other things that the 70s and 80 page 70s and 80s page does because and i i'll be the first to say that i truly believe that uh the the folks in the city of toledo don't realize how much is done on this page and secondly i want to thank the page for allowing me to bring the voices of the athletes to the page with uh tanel overton you of course and the other administrators we I appreciate uh, just having an opportunity to talk to you guys because a lot of you guys that are administrators and members of the page, we actually looked up to because we came to the games and watched you guys play. We stood in the stands and wished we had on that uniform. And when we got our opportunity, the energy from you just transferred to us and we, we pushed on into the city league and tried to emulate what we saw. So, uh, the the athletes that came after you, I'll speak on their behalf and say thank you. And that's a fact. <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't. I, I joined the Marine Corps, so I didn't get a chance to see my brothers. I I didn't even go to graduation. I went straight to being a Marine. Oh wow! The uh, but my brothers that and sisters that preceded us is so you know you always learn it. You know, and those the people that preceded us they carried it on. We we set a trend. They continued it on to the next phase and even greater levels. You know, Dennis Hobson, things like that. You know, so it's a pride thing. You know, and and that I wish would carry on nowadays. Mm-hmm. That would help some of our kids out of the streets. You know, right. and I also do hashtag four one nine boxing. You know, those are my guys there. You know, Jared and and Coach Riley and and, and the whole crew. You know, we do. You know, I, I'm so pleased that, that they allow us into their training camps as each of them grow into their new positions. We're proud because Toledo boxing has been something all the way from the beginning. Lindell Holmes, you know, these guys 
I grew up with, you know, and uh, it, it just it all of those guys back in the day. So it's just a great thing. The Golden Gloves was really big when I was little. That's right. That's right. Indeed. Okay. Um, when you left uh, high school, was there any yeah. aspirations to play college ball or you just knew you were going to the military? I was done, man. You know, I I wasn't a genius in school. Let's go there. (laughs) And I knew, again, remember, if you don't leave the field for three straight years, there's a lot of abuse on your body. Just like, uh, you know, because I listened to the interview that you did with one of my favorite buddies, man, Mr. Dennis Houston. Yes. A great member. Yeah, you know, after after you do all of that, enough's enough. You know, I didn't really want to go to play anywhere else. I really, I was done. Mm-hmm. High school was enough for me. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> but so, I had fun. Now, let's don't make no mistakes. I had some fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you leave Toledo, and the next phase of your life was the United States military. You joined the Air Force. The Marine Corps. I'm sorry. You joined the Marine Corps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And where did that take Bad you? Bad boys. Where did that take you in your travels? Well, I've been to Japan. I've been all over the place. And then I, I became, you know, I made, I made all Westpac in basketball in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, and then, then it took me to uh, Paris Island where I was a rifle range instructor. And I'm a true grit Marine, man. And um, I've been all over, right? San Diego, you yeah. name it. Mm-hmm. California, everywhere. They, mm-hmm. they let you travel. It was really good for me. Because I got a chance to, you know, to mix and mingle some more and have some more fun and defend our country. Indeed. Which is a real priority for me, man. Yeah, well, we we definitely thank you for your service, sir. It's so many times I think some of our guys get overlooked for the support that they've given to this country. And we are most proud of half my family's military. You yourself, you know, like you said before, Dennis Houston, he ended up. Uh, making a career out of the military as well. We thank you guys for that. Uh, basketball. Now, yep. so football season's over. You go into basketball. And yeah. h- how did you guys fare? I know uh, your JV team won the city championship. What happens yep. after that when you get to the varsity level? In my junior year, I played varsity. You know, uh, again, you know, it's a different muscle to change from football to basketball. It's a totally different world, okay? Now, I could ball, no question about it. My goal, my job was mainly just to to be a defensive player. I can shoot, I can dunk, I can do all of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, But my job on our team was to play defense, play hard D, and do whatever I needed to do. Didn't start. I played behind all-city guy Dale Allen. Mm. That's who I played behind. Dale ended up going to Hillsdale. You know, I played with Rennie Mosley. I played with Ramon Gregory. I played with some outstanding athletes in, in my time. Okay? Mm-hmm. Very competitive, you know, in uh, junior and senior year. So that's it. That was all in the basketball. Mm-hmm. Basketball was a lot of fun for me again. But, you know, I, I came to play basketball. I was injured, hurt, still doing my thing, you know. <laughs> And uh, you know when you like I said you're on the field all day long, you know every day, and and then you switch up to play basketball. But it's an honor exactly. to be able to go to the D and play after those guys like Roy Williams and all of these guys that that came out of the D. Man, it was just an honor to wear the orange and black, man. For sure, yeah. indeed, indeed. The Vilbus Tigers. Yes, sir. 
city champ they the the uh, basketball team they won a city championship in the seventies too, didn't they? Or was it the eighties? No. I, it may have been. A, I don't. I don't know about this. It wasn't in the seventies. Okay. Okay. It must have been the eighties. I think, uh, or either they Scott competed. Ruled, Scott. Scott. Just about. They were the seventies in basketball. Yeah. You know, we competed every year. You know, our record was fifteen and five, man. Yeah. And uh, you know, we only lost five games. We was ranked number eleven, or what was it? Number eleven in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we Toledo basketball. Was you know you know the deal there? That was an incredible event. Yes, okay? we always had state-rated teams. You know that's right. So basketball was very competitive everywhere, mm-hmm. every school. Who who were some yeah. of the tougher guys that you played against uh, basketball-wise? Uh, I had to play big fellas like Kenny Holmes. You know, Kenny <laughs> Holmes got bulldog, right? <laughs> and those those guys, man. Uh, uh, Ron Johnson, Audi Rogers, big fellas, man. I'm a small guy, you know. <laughs> a lot of them, you know. There's so many big ones, man. That again, I I try not to be biased because I think there were so many great athletes in the city of Toledo during my time playing. That's incredible. So I try to. If you look at my post, I think I might post maybe five to ten posts a day. Yes, I try to mention some of those great athletes because it meant so much to me to be able to play with them. I would like to also mention that it's so great that we try to honor the ones that are going away. You know, our athletes, so so many great athletes that have passed on that, you know, they didn't get their flowers. That's right. We try to designate and give the flowers now while their family members can receive them, their grandkids, great-grandkids. That's right. These are the things that I'm most proud of. You know, my sports history, I did what I do, you know, but I am so proud of the other athletes that participated in our city during my time. I met some great people, man. That's a great That's a great point. Uh, one of the things we were striving to do is, uh, what I, I was striving to do was to interview Chris Polinitz and, and just yeah. – uh, untimely you know he passed on and uh one a guy that i went to junior high with where i played against him in grade school and then junior high of course we went to separate high schools but probably one of the greatest to play so when we extend our invitation for these athletes to come on please come on and let your sons daughters and grandkids hear from someone else's perspective of how you were because we can talk about ourselves all day long, but when someone else Absolutely. recognizes that you were that, and that I think that would make a family proud to hear that, hey, granddad, or my uncle just wasn't talking, he was that. So, again, Charles Hillary, Toledo, DeVilvis, Tiger, I appreciate you. I appreciate when you come on, what you post, what you say. It is very instrumental to the page, and it gives the page flavor it gives the page um, a, 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 I don't want to say attitude, but it gives it an identity. And we appreciate all that you do. And I'm going to say that on behalf of everyone else from the page, I'm giving you your flowers right now. I thank you so very much. And thanks for being a member of the page for two years. I, I look things up like that, you know, and it that means a lot to us. And, and thank you for taking the time to recognize our athletes and do the things that you're doing. You know, so when you ask me, what are we doing now? You're looking at it. 
Indeed. And we're proud. We're proud of you. And thank we're you. happy that you're aboard. Thank and you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Toledo athletes, 70s and 80s. Charles Hillary Toledo DeVildes. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s.